0: To small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl together punk, mutinyratio.fm has the best programming the internet ocean has to offer
1: you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs>
2: subliminal
3: Run! <laughs>
0: Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's, deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anyone. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. so all you got to do is just go to podcast.pcrcollected.org slash comedy clubhouse or you can listen live every friday from 8 to 10 p.m as your host pam benjamin brings you the best comedy from san francisco and beyond the universe and what's better than the universe it's a cash cock honey
4: Wow! <laughs> We're starting it out feedback. Does anybody want to say anything? Anybody have any feedback for me? Anybody? No? Good. Got the peanut gallery over here. Yeah! Hey, everybody, welcome to the third annual SPARK Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yay! That is an appropriate amount of clapping. You guys are cool. I like you. It's good. You're in for it. It's going to be a great night. I'm very excited. Uh, It's actually going to be an insane 25 hours of comedy coming to you over the next five days. What? Are you going to lose your mind? If you're listening on the radio, everything will be okay. Uh, Well, so everything is being podcast and streaming live. So that's all wonderful that will be happening. And uh, we have so many comedians, 37 comedians from all over the United States. But right now, (laughs) it's uh, the Locals Only Show. So it's people who live here in San Francisco or have lived here in the past. We actually have returning comedian Kevin Monroe. He lived here for many years. He's back. Yay! Uh, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I don't know. I don't know how to. Oh, this is so sweet. Jen Arrows. Yeah. Yeah. We'll 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 do. I ah, will do. Thank yous at the beginning. Why not? We have all our amazing mutiny volunteers all week that are helping us out. We got Jen at the door. We got George D. Smith behind the boards. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, so it's going to be a great week, and we're going to have a really great time. Uh, I'll tell you guys a few jokes. Uh, yeah, you do, those are those are weed treats. They have lots of marijuana in them. That's how I bribe people to being my friends. Is that everybody else does that? No one else super stoner. You guys super stoners? You do not look like stoners. You guys look like, you look like closet stoners. You look like, you look like. I wouldn't tell anybody that I, I'm a smart person. I don't smoke marijuana. No, it's fine. I'm, I, have you ever, see, I know you're not a stoner because I, I've smoked so much weed that I've forgotten how my own shower works. Has anyone done that? I've lived in my house for seven years now and I forgot how my shower worked because I was so high. It's like being a guest in your own home. It's like it's like airbnb being yourself. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how this works. I'm burning, I'm cold, why? Live there. My cat's like, do you, how do you not know how to do this? I'm like, why are you talking to me? Do you smoke that much weed, you don't? I didn't think so. It's cool, this is not a weed show, this is a local show, but yay, we're sponsored by Spark, and weed is legal. This is, yeah, the, I'm just so excited about marijuana. It's like marijuana church up in here there's two things i believe in one smoking marijuana all the time and two the equality of women anybody yeah both of those things pretty fucking awesome i believe in equality uh in a new special way in that uh, i watch a lot of pg-13 movies from you know the 90s on and we all know that we get to see side boob right no nip lots of 180 percent side boob no nip pg-13 totally fine right so what i'm saying is i'd like some equality in filmmaking, and I want to see some side scrote, okay? So what I want is like your balls are cupped and your dick is hard, so all you see is that weird fleshy part in between, sometimes hairy, sometimes not. I feel like it's gonna be great for like older actors because they can really show off their scrote. You know, like um, there's gonna be a cool Martin Scorsese film or like maybe a Francis Ford Coppola film. Is he still alive? I don't know, it's like, it'll be like, it'll be like the Godfather. It'll be Nick Cage as the Godfather. He'll be coming out of a pool and his balls will be dipped in the water and his dick will be outside like off the steps and we'll see this beautiful like stained glass window through his scroat. you know, with like the veins. Nobody wants to see this beautiful shot. This is equality, everyone. Side boobs, just fine, but side scroat, no. What's wrong with you people? San Francisco. This is a scroat friendly place. <laughs> it's not scrote-friendly anymore. Man, I've seen so much silver, so much piercing on so many scroats. I have a theory. I have a theory that the size of your dick is inversely proportionate to the amount of piercings in it. Is this just a San Francisco theory that no one else is working off of? <laughs> it's just, <laughs> we're going to take a poll. It's local. Uh, knock, knock. Feminism. i can get at my own fucking door. Things. Precept of feminism, I think. I don't read. I don't know what feminism is. Come on. I'm kidding. I do read. I'm. A, I. I was taught to read. I'm a real woman. Oh wait, that's the bad. The, the, sorry. Sorry. I don't. I shouldn't read. I don't think. I know. Bad. Bad lady. Get back in the kitchen. I love making pot treats. Did I already say that they're so delicious? I just. Being high all the time just helps me forget all the misogyny that's rampant in my social social s- society circles world. Ooh, San Francisco, equal place. We're going to get started right now with your first comedian. He is a San Francisco local. He's an amazing human being. He's actually the founder of the F-bomb comedy train. Toot, <gasps> toot, oh, beep, beep. There's no beeping, but he's amazing. Put your hands together right now, everybody, for Marty Cunny.
5: All right, Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, we are starting it off right. All right, let me tell you about myself. I'm a traveling man. I actually just flew back from Colombia, and boy is my nose tired. Uh, Seriously, they really like cocaine down there. Uh, It's no joke. A lot of people don't believe me that uh, it was actually the first time I'd ever tried cocaine was in Colombia. Uh, Yeah. You're really excited about that. Uh, <laughs> no, most people don't believe me because most people are trying to buy it off of me most of the time. Uh, I just have that certain je ne sais quoi. Uh, Tuesday night at uh, 6 p.m. Oh, yeah, he's probably got an eight ball on him. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's probably dealing right now. Uh, no, but I, I don't know. The first time I tried it, I would have been drinking all day, and I was like, you know, when in Rome, you do some blow, right? Like, that's... That's how the saying goes. That's what they say. And so I thought to my... I was like, all right, let's throw down. The guy guy puts out a line for me. I do the line. And then all of a sudden, I'm sober. Um, What kind of bullshit drug is this? I was enjoying that drunk cocaine. I spent a long time. I spent eight hours and like $80 on that drunk. Spent another $80 in five seconds getting sober. And now I'm just pissed off at 4am wanting to talk to people about the intricacies of independent wrestling like (laughs) reciting entire episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia nobody wants to hear that shit that's a Wednesday night for free activity that's not a Sunday morning $160 activity okay no Nah, fuck that shit. Uh, I, did, I did enjoy Colombia, though. There was a lot to learned down there about the cultural barrier, about the langu- language barrier. Uh, for example, I went to order some black beans, and I said... Uh, did anyone here speak Spanish? Habla? Habla? S- yeah, no soy. Uh, <laughs> I do not speak Spanish. So everything was a struggle with Google Translate, and just... Uh, I went to order black beans. I said, uh, quiero uh, frijoles N-words. Um, <laughs> well, if you don't oblast the word, is, word for black beans is frijoles negros, okay? And so I just was so blocked up, I couldn't even say it. Uh, I went to go uh, to buy a wife beater, and I put that into Google Translate, and I asked the lady at the store for... Uh, Donde está los esposas batadores? Uh, <laughs> now, if again, if you don't speak Spanish, I asked her, where are your domestic abusers? Uh when you think about it, that's exactly what I was asking her. <laughs> that is a weird thing we do, guys. We named a piece of clothing after like the worst stereotype we could think of of somebody who wears it, right? Like, the wife beater. Like, can you you just think about it. Like we call it a wife beater. Like Everyone else in every other country calls it like a ribbed tank top. And uh, I didn't realize how weird it was until I asked that question. And so I was like, you know what? Let's keep this train rolling. Let's name some more pieces of clothing after crazy stereotypes of the people wearing them. Right? Like, uh, I don't know. Let's think. Instead of capri pants, we'll just call them Euro tourists. Yeah? Uh, instead of Birkenstocks, we'll just call them old lesbians. Uh Instead of wrist sleeves, we'll call them scar hiders. Uh, <laughs> uh, instead of Crocs, we'll call them serial virgins. Um, instead of, uh, I don't know, bolo ties, we'll call them outspoken racists. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I, I never seen someone like, yep, that's what we'll call. Them. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, that's a, uh, you nailed it right on the head, buddy. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. Hey, guys, have you heard the news? Uh, the news about the Jews. Uh, it was in Facebook. Uh, Facebook was in the news recently for, it was right after the Charlottesville protests. There was a thing where when you advertise on Facebook, like you get to pick from a drop-down menu of who you want to advertise to. Like if you want to advertise hiking shoes, you pick from outdoors people, right? Uh, except one of the options on this drop-down menu uh, was Jew haters for a little while. And I'm not joking. This is a real news story. You can look it up. You could actually directly advertise to Jew haters. Uh, and Facebook was claiming, like, oh, it was a problem with our algorithm or something like that. But it made a lot of sense to me, right? Because I couldn't figure out why I was getting so many advertisements for Tiki Torches and Eddie Bauer in my newsfeed. Uh, I'm kidding, guys. I don't hate the Jews. Actually, I play the Jewish piano. Uh, I'm an accountant. Uh, LAUGHTER terrible industry to hate the jews in guys come on some more jew news uh <laughs> and uh when uh and when orthodox jews do the the circumcision it's called the bris right and so what they do uh the, the really orthodox ones like out in new york when they make the incision the rabbi uses his mouth to close off the wound uh yeah, that's pretty weird, right? Uh, what's even weirder is, and worse is that a lot of these rabbis are actually giving these infants herpes when they do this. Yeah, this is true story again. Uh, and it's really bad because some of them will actually die from this uh, or get brain damage, like really bad stuff. And even if they survive, they have to grow up and explain to people how they got herpes. Uh, I don't know. It's cool. I got it from my rabbi. Uh, ugh. <laughs> ugh. It's kosher, yeah. That's why they do it through the sheets, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know this shit. No, man. But what do they get when they get to the bar mitzvah, right? HIV? I don't know. Uh <laughs> da da AIDS. Um, <sighs> uh, got me thinking though about the bar mitzvah and just coming of age ceremonies in general, right? That they're fucking weird. Uh, Like for a bar mitzvah, right, you take a 13-year-old boy uh, at his most pimply-faced, his most crackly voice, his most vulnerable, and you put him in a suit and you give him a glass of wine for confidence and you put him in front of a synagogue full of people and have him sing in a language he doesn't know. Like, that is just tearing him down. That is some cruel shit, right? But it's not as weird as the quinceañera, right? Am I right? The quinceañera is a weird ceremony. It's basically where you take a 15-year-old Latina girl and you tell everyone, you put her in like a wedding dress and you tell everyone... She's a woman now. She's ready. Uh, you wonder about these teenage pregnancy rates, and then uh, you're doing this shit at the same time, guys. Come on. But while the Latinos are having like a "Come see how fuckable my daughter is" party, the Jews are having a "Come see how unfuckable my son is" party. <laughs> Just very different, very different cultures. I don't know. Um, what else? Was I, what am I thinking? Hey, you guys like dad jokes? Anybody fan, here fans of dad jokes? Yeah, let me lay let me lay one on you real quick. Uh, when I die, I hope I'm not buried in a sarc. Uh, let me start over. When I die, I hope I'm not buried in a coffin. I feel like I'm more of a sarcophagi. Mm. Ah, ah. I probably shouldn't be telling dad jokes though. Ever since my doctor told me that I'm sterile, uh, no dad jokes for me. Uh, I'm kidding, guys. I'm not sterile. I've had like six vasectomies. None of them have taken. <laughs> I've been the cause of several unwanted abortions. Um, all right, let's end on a high note. Um, <laughs> you guys, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the Me Too movement. I think it's a good thing, although I think it's kind of uh, redundant. Uh, we've been doing, we've been hearing about all this stuff for a long time. It's just only recently that's been getting like popularized. Like, I don't know. Courtney Love was blowing the whistle on these guys for a long time, I've, ten years over. And uh, well, I get why we didn't listen to her. Though uh, her credibility got blown away about the time her husband did. Uh, I think I'll leave it at that. Uh, that's my time, guys. Thanks a lot. Bring up your host, Pam.
4: I wish some people from Seattle were here for that wonderful. Joke, poor. He was murdered by his wife. Yay! Beauty Radio Comedy Festival. True, that was Marty Cunney. He also plays rugby. You can tell by his his jacket. <laughs> 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 it's exciting. No, I. I was thinking today actually that we should start a YouTube thing called Ruck in Marty, where we get on, we go on adventures together in San Francisco that are just like stupid. Rick and Morty, except Ruck and Marty. So I'm like a drunk old lady. I'm a drunk old lady and you're like a young, fun guy who's like going around San Francisco, okay. right? <laughs> no? <laughs> Buff ass Morty. See, I know more people are having the thoughts in their heads, see? It's in the gestalt, Marty honey. The future is now. Your next comedian, she is the future, you guys. She's part of True Hustle, not True Hustle. Hashtag Hella Funny. I'm sorry, they both start with a T. I'm so confused. <laughs> hella Funny. There's no, there's no, there's no T in that at all. Sorry. There's, there's a T in a hashtag. I don't do Instagram. I don't know what that is. Twitter is totally foreign to me. I am 43 years old. Your next comedian, she gets it. You're gonna love her. Put your hands together for Allison Hooker yeah
6: keep it going for Pam keep it going for this awesome festival we're part of round of applause for yourselves coming out and supporting live comedy fuck yes I'm excited to be here I had a really shitty day uh, and now i I know that there's worse than the Catholic Church out there that's (laughs) wow now but I I went to uh, I went to the doctor today does anyone else get really stuck on that question how many drinks per week yeah, you know it's a it's a tough one because you don't want to lie too much. <laughs> you know you want to check your liver. Uh, what are you gonna be honest? It's your doctor, not your lawyer. You know. <laughs> and I'm I'm kind of like a comedy club. I'm a two drink minimum a night. It goes up from there. So I was like, I'm gonna go with two drinks a night. Like that's reasonable, right? So I was like, I have two drinks a night, 14 a week. She goes, that's too much. You're nodding. I was surprised. You think that's too much? Oh, you've shared that? Well, get this. You haven't been there. Because this is what the bitch told me. She goes, men can have two drinks. Women can only have one. Uh, I'll, I'll give her your number. I was fucking livid, though. I was like, bitch, we are literally in the middle of hashtag me too. Like, whose fucking team are you on? She's like, if you need help with your drinking problem, I help a lot of my patients. I was like, okay, lady, look. Um, I came here for drugs, <laughs> not rehab. Also, you guys, I don't think she's helping anyone with their drinking problem. I think she's just helping people lie to doctors. <laughs> you know, because like, the next time I go to her, I'm definitely going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, I have seven drinks a week. I'm no dumbass. She gave me the answer. <laughs> Actually, fuck that. I'm not going back to that doctor. Because I want to see a doctor I can see eye to eye with. You know, I'll give her your number. I want a doctor that will look at my 14 and be like, that's not enough! (laughs) She asked me another impossible question to answer. What was the first day of your last period? (laughs) Yeah, ladies, quick round of applause if anyone else is completely fucking stumped every time a doctor asks this. (laughs) All the women in the room. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what's going on with our bodies, actually. (laughs) At all. Like every single month our entire world just crumbles and we have no idea what's happening. Just solemn nods around the room. Like I'll get on a phone with a friend of mine, like I just don't know what's going on with me. I don't like my job anymore. This guy that I'm dating just seems really distant. Like I just haven't been happy lately. Like the shit is deep. And then three days later, uh, (laughs) oh, but, but imagine getting stumped by this, like by anything else that happens every single month, you know, (laughs) rent is due, you get on the phone with your landlord, you're asking me for rent again, (laughs) like it feels like I just paid rent (laughs) and you're not even asking me nicely a lot of money. It's a lot of money, and my room is really small. (laughs) I'm 33. Why is my room so small? (laughs) I like how the men can understand the disintegration more than women. It's how we feel, though. It's how we feel, ladies. Um... So yeah, anyways, I went to the doctor. Uh, she went to give me a pap smear, it's mostly men in here. I'll just fill you guys in, what we go through. Um, when we go to the doctor, they stick a speculum inside of us and they click it open twice and they swab the inside of our vagina. Yeah, you look a little scared, but I know there's a couple of guys in here that are like, that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> I wish I'd go to the doctor and stick my dick in something. <laughs> but it's not like fun, you know, it's whatever. It, there's not like rotating head or bunny ears. It's just, <laughs> it's cold. Like, the equivalent for a man would probably be sticking your flaccid penis in a cooler and having someone scratch it. Like, that's... (laughs) It's whatever. It's... It's whatever. So anyways, you guys, she goes uh, to give me a pap smear. And I think because I have, like, a small frame, she assumed, like, all of me was small, if you catch my drift mutiny. Uh, (laughs) So she goes, I am going to use my smallest speculum. Any smaller would be pediatric. I hear a couple laughs, but I just thought that was fucking weird. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, I'm not gonna make any jokes. I'm gonna leave it to Roy Moore. Um, So, hey. So she takes her smallest speculum, you know. She goes to stick it in. She goes, squee! I'm just kidding. Uh, Slides right in, you guys. No problems there. No problems at all. She goes for the classic click, click. She goes click, click, click. Click, 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 I know, what I'm trying to say, I think, is that the hallway doesn't always fit the building. what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't know where my organs fit either, you know? This is just just vagina and backbone. Uh. Yeah, loosening you guys up, it's okay, it's comedy. Um, fuck it, you guys, I'm proud of my big vagina. You know what I did, I wrote a song about it today on my way over, can I share it with you? Yeah. All right, it goes, I can take that dick. Click, 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 click. Click, 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 That's fucking ridiculous, that is ridiculous, thank you. Uh, anyways. Uh. My name's Allison Hooker, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, just my name, was born with it, um, not a stage name. You guys can imagine that was fun, you know, all my life, like in junior high when I had to write my first initial and last name on my gym clothes. <laughs> so it just said a hooker, just <laughs> down the leg of my pants, <laughs> across my chest. Thank you. It took me a little longer to find the funny in it. What's that? You're at Johnson. <laughs> we should get married and hyphenate, you know? But I was cruising around with this A hooker shirt on. And everyone was teasing me. It was junior high. Eighth grade boys in my class. I'm in sixth grade. It was a whole thing, you know? So my gym teacher finally gave me new clothes. She's like, sweetheart, you need to write something else. <laughs> so I wrote the hooker. <laughs> Are you guys kidding me? I was loving that sexual attention, junior high. I was cruising around in my hooker shirt, wearing a training bra to support the nipples that had come in. (laughs) Now I'm cruising around wearing a padded bra to support the nipples that have come in. (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm waiting. (laughs) I kind of smacked my titties on a guy's face the other night. It's not even the joke yet, though. He broke his nose on my chest bone. Uh, thank you. It's fine, though. He's, uh, he's actually Syrian, so he's got quite a nose in my defense. It's true. My boyfriend's Syrian. Actually, he learned how to write in Arabic first, so we met when he swiped the wrong way on Tinder. Okay, like the language jokes? Pretty fucking cheesy, you guys. Pretty dumb. Yeah, he's Syrian. Actually, my, uh, my birthday was election night. So Trump was elected and I was like, what's happening? Oh my God, baby, we are moving. And I looked at him and he's from Syria. So we stayed, Um, (laughs) that was that. What else can I say about that? Uh, He grew up in Santa Cruz, actually. His dad owns a Mexican restaurant down in Santa Cruz. His dad is a Syrian man who owns a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, it's like the first time I had a burrito where I was like, mm, a little too much saffron, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, the white people don't get it either. They like cruise in they like practice their Spanish one on all the Syrians because they don't know the difference between a brown person. So it's pretty classic. Uh, what else I want to talk about? My Syrian boyfriend picked the movie last night. It's cold outside. You know, we watched a movie, uh, so we watched a porn, which is fine. Thank you. Yeah, I'm no conservative. I'm no Mike Pence. Think you know that by now, <laughs> uh, but I have a little trouble getting on board with porn. You know, because there's no good backstory. There's no build-up. Like they're just going straight to Pound Town, and I need a little bit more romance than that. So this is what I did. I paused it, and I gave him the backstory. <laughs> I was like, "Look, he wasn't always a pool boy, and she didn't always have those tits." And I don't have time to get into, like, the details of it right now, you guys, but I gave him the most epic love story. Like, they'd known each other for years. They built deep love and respect for each other. And after all this time, they're finally ready for anal. Okay, go ahead, push play. <laughs> <laughs> then I could get into it a little bit more, you know? Then I can, I mean, there were a few other parts I had to, like, pause it and explain, give him a little more backstory, like, why is he calling her stepsister? You know, they're just other parts. <laughs> Like, if he loves her so much, why is he spitting on her? There were just other things. <laughs> Who the fuck is this other guy? <laughs> it took us a little while to get through the movie. I'm not going to lie. We didn't, we didn't even have sex. We just fell asleep. Um, <laughs> great story, though. It was a good good love story. Uh, how much time do I have? One minute? Oh. What do I do with one minute? You <laughs> Listen, dickhead. No. <laughs> Are you a comic? No. Oh, I'm sure we could give you a couple minutes up here, though. You know you know what a couple minutes feels like? Uh. Or one? Like, how long it takes you to come? <laughs> yeah, one minute, like how long it takes you to come? We could give you that amount of time. No, 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 no. But the thing, is, the thing is about comedy, though, is like, it's a lot like sex. Because when you're doing it, it feels like so much longer. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have been amazing. Thank you so much.
4: Go check her out. She's at Cobbs all the time on Hella Funny. Super awesome. Yay. People are arriving. Yay. Exciting stuff. Woo! Your next comedian. What what an amazing human being his he is. I saw you go in the bathroom with a disco light and it like danced off your hair in such a beautiful way. I was like, I wanna make a video of him in the in the bathroom. <laughs> that sounds weird. I didn't mean to. That that comes across wrong, Uh, but he's an amazing human being you guys are gonna love him so much put your hands together for amazing local comedian clay Newman
1: I just want to set the record straight. I was not pooping in there. I was not pooping in there I just could not not dance. It just had to happen. I will say I did pee everywhere. Like, that's not good for dancing. It's not, like, it's not a good, (laughs) like, you cross streams with the disco hands. It's no good. It's like I've peed everywhere. Um, this is Mutiny Radio, goddammit. This is, this is where you pee everywhere. This is, if this place didn't smell like pee, it wouldn't be Mutiny Radio. I want One of the greatest shows I've ever seen in my entire life. One of the greatest shows I've seen in my comedy career was at Mutiny Radio. It was a show where the comics wore diapers. <laughs> Pam in all of her brilliance put a challenge the comedians. You get all the beer you want, but you're not allowed to use the bathroom. <laughs> and you gotta wear a diaper. And we gotta see that diaper. And because we have made the poor decision to buy very elderly diapers, they're gonna leak, <laughs> which is a fun factor. I got to hear one of the greatest statements I've ever heard at a comedy show. It came from you, Jonathan. It came from you, sir. Uh, Jonathan exclaimed with more passion than I've ever heard at a comedy show. Uh, upon and here's the back the backstory to this. Uh, Jonathan witnessed a comic and just this, do this disgraceful thing, which is not pee his pants. Uh, during this comedy show. uh, This was a comic who has been on Conan O'Brien. He's been on Last Comic Standing. Very few of us make it out of San Francisco with credits. He was one of them. And Jonathan, in all of his wisdom, exclaimed, I don't give a fuck what show he was on. You're supposed to pee. (laughs) And that's Mutiny Radio. That's, That's where we're at. That's what we're keeping alive is that goddamn honor the tradition of Mutiny Radio. It's a beautiful thing, I'm happy to take part of it. I think it's fitting that Mutiny Radio is in this neighborhood because like, nowhere else is this neighbor. like, where else in the world do you find the financial diversity of the outskirts of the mission it's ridiculous it's insane it's nowhere else has that level of rich and poor mingling together on one block on one block you could be walking down the street and you could have this conversation with yourself the fuck is that a gold-rimmed segue god damn it tech industry a gold-rimmed segue? How insulting do you have to be to the rest of Sam? Are you pooping and shooting heroin? <laughs> One block. But they're both like, fuck Trump, right? So It's all good. It's all good. We're all friends. People say there's not a lot of political diversity out here. That's not true. That's not true at all. I heard... A conversation between friends earlier today. I heard one guy exclaiming, and this is a popular argument in San Francisco. You've heard this before. This isn't diverse. Republicans are so stupid. I can't believe how stupid Republicans are. Republicans are so stu- We're going to die because of how stupid Republicans are. And his friend stopped him. And this is why I like how diverse the Bay Area is. His friend stopped him and he said, Look, man, you don't understand. Republicans aren't stupid. Okay? That is ignorant to think that Republicans are stupid. Republicans are not stupid. Republicans are evil. (laughs) So, yeah, we got the full spectrum of ideas out here. It's really nice. We got all the beliefs. uh, All the ones that matter. Uh, It's one or the other. It can't be both. You can't be evil and stupid. I believe that thoroughly. I believe that thoroughly. Like, the people that are controlling Donald Trump's presidency are evil. Donald Trump is clearly stupid, <laughs> clearly stupid. There's And I could prove it. None of you would watch a James Bond movie if Donald Trump was the villain. It would never happen. He's not evil enough, he's too stupid. Same goes for fucking W. There's no way if George W. Bush was a vote, what's it gonna do, just like massage him? Like, ah, here you go, Jimmy Bond, like. Donald Trump, that's not gonna be a fun speech. like, James Bond is tied down, there's a laser slowly heading towards his crotch. Donald Trump says, I don't know, I'm not allowed to speak about lasers, but, oh, that was Woody Allen. I don't know why I did Woody Allen. (laughs) You ever not practice an accent and then you do Woody Allen accidentally? (laughs) I'm trying to be relatable up here. Um, (laughs) that was bad. all right, we'll just move on to other stuff. Uh, so, like, I know it's wrong to drink in the shower. Whatever. Um, it's not wrong. I feel like you're not the best judge. <laughs> like, I don't want to go back to the pee show incident, but, like, let's, let like, but I don't think society has decided it's wrong to drink in the shower. Like, even if you're trying to be classy about it, you can't bring a, a like, a tumbler in there. It's going to get wet. Like, you can't. There's no, like, sippy cup top for a wine glass. It doesn't happen. Like, there's no classy way to drink in the shower. But you're allowed to drink while you're pooping, right? (laughs) You said that way too confidently. Oh, maybe you got the same advice as me. Maybe a doctor told you to relax. I don't know how else to do it. I don't want hemorrhoids anymore. I got to do whatever I can. I'm not going to smoke a spliff while I'm shitting. I get too high. I don't remember which is the smoking hand, which is the wiping hand. <laughs> That's a problem. is how you get pink eye. It is crazy to be out here in the Bay Area, to live in this time with all of this technological advancements. Cars are driving themselves. Millionaires are launching Pinto's into space or whatever the fuck that was all about. But do you realize we're skipping the important stuff? We're missing the things the society actually needs. Have you ever taken a minute to think about the fact that nobody has even tried to invent a bed that you could pee into? How is nobody... I thought we'd start a rally right now. I thought that would be the end of the comedy show and we would take to the streets marching. It is cold at night. You're telling me you'd rather walk to the bathroom. Turn on the lights. You're not a ninja. You can't hit that fucking toilet water without the lights. Maybe you're a lady. Maybe you're gonna sit down. Is it warm? That's not a good thing. You can't afford a toilet warmer. You have roommates. That's a bad thing if it's warm. You do your business. You walk back to bed. Do you fall calmly back to sleep? No, that's not how the human brain works. You're telling me you wouldn't rather just roll over and fucking let it happen? I'm not saying we poop in there, we're not animals. And I don't even, I'm not even talking about technology, really. Like, I just want a hole and a bucket and some air freshener. That's all I'm asking for, a funnel for the ladies. I don't know how vaginas work. (laughs) I don't know if a funnel would help. I feel like we're all pretty good people in this room. I think I'm a good person. I think you're all good people. I hope you think you're a good person. But ask yourself deep down, is any of us in this room a good enough person to not poop in the handicap stall? If it's available, that is the chuckle of somebody that always takes the legroom. That guy knows. What I, are you kidding me? Fuck yeah, handicap stall. You get the legroom, you fucking prop your phone up against the bar, and you get to watch a little YouTube video while you're, it's great. But every once in a while, and I hope it never happens to you, but every once in a while while you're enjoying that extra leg room while you're watching a video of how to cook deep fried asparagus (laughs) on your phone. I know what you're into. Every once in a while, you hear that mechanical noise and the door swings open. And you peer under the stall and wheels come in.
3: It's not... (laughs)
1: You know, it's not Stephen Hawking. That would be great. I'm not saying you ask for an autograph, necessarily, like, and that's even more rude if you just yell, Stephen Hawking? (laughs) I was just worried about clamming up. Your hands get all sweaty. You can't fucking palm a piece of toilet paper. You know it's going to be one of those endless wipers. Somebody's on the other side of the stall going, I hope he doesn't ask if I'm Stephen Hawking. (laughs) That would be embarrassing. (laughs) Oh, you made that joke better than it's ever been before. Thanks, Jonathan. Uh, Coming through twice in one set. (laughs) Comics. Look to Jonathan. (laughs) He's got the answers. This is the fountain of youth right here. It's beautiful. All right, you you did enough. Don't force it. Don't force it. Let it come. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't get greedy, Jonathan. Uh, this is what happened with Bitcoin. This is Bitcoin all over again. You just got greedy. You're like, this worked once. <laughs> I don't know what Bitcoin is. That joke doesn't go any further. Uh, <laughs> That's the thing. That's where improv people beat stand-up comedians, is improv people know better than to start a topic that they have no knowledge on. Uh, stand-up comedians just shout words that we've heard regularly and hope that it gets a response, and then flounder when it does. Uh, that was very upsetting. Um, <laughs> well, this is a goddamn delight. I really appreciate you guys hanging out here. Uh, I hope those of you who are audience members realize how important of a part of the process you are. Like... You're so necessary to this. Do you realize there's no band practice for us? We don't just get to say this shit in the shower and hope that it works out. Like, we need you guys. We need you here. You're important, man. Yeah, honest to God. Do you realize if none of you were here right now, this would just be schizophrenia? this would just be another problem in the mission. <laughs> it's like that old saying, if a comic tells a joke in the woods and no one is around to hear it, did I get too fucked up on that camping trip? <laughs> I'm talking to trees again, I may have. But I like to think as far as myself goes, that someday maybe y'all will be watching Comedy Central and I don't know. What if you think of the time you saw me here? Do you say to yourselves, "That Clay Newman guy. I wonder if he's watching Comedy Central too." <laughs>
6: Someday, you uh, give
3: it up for me.
6: Clay Newman! Clay Newman, the
4: only comic who's been here for all three Muni Radio Comedy Festivals! Yay! He's my favorite. You can still listen to old versions of Clay and Tony's spoiler alert, and they're still fresh. You can still listen to Trapped in the Closet with them. It's so fresh. It is, it's always fresh. There's peeing in that too, right? R. Kelly, we got it full circle. All right, your next comedian. He used to live in San Francisco. He moved to LA, but he's back. He started the brainwash and he's here with us. You guys are gonna love him. Put your hands together for Kevin Monroe!
2: Yeah, alright. Uh, man, y'all y'all kinda classy this joint up a little bit. <laughs> I mean the, you know, nobody is drinking openly, there's no animals, like <laughs> Damn, i leave for a minute. By the way, if you notice I took all my shit and brought it out of my car. I took all my shit out of my car and brought it over there. Because three months ago I did a show with the punchline and they broke it broke into my car and stole my clothes. Yeah. Not not my laptop. Right, not my phone, not my camera, my clothes. And I'm like, I'm six foot six, you dumb motherfucker. Good luck (laughs) wearing them pants, (laughs) fucking idiots. If you see a tall ass dude wearing some um, some pants, just punch him in the face for me, okay? Just do that. It's it's probably my pants. It's probably my pants. Now I I was gonna put my contacts in when I got here, but uh, the light in the bathroom. (laughs) What's that disco shit going on in there? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to have a party when I'm taking a shit. Why? What the fuck is? It? Like who sits down going? You know what would make this even better? Put on some Barry White, please. Like what the fuck? So I was like, all right, fuck. It. I'll do it. With my 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 glasses on. Uh, Ah, this is, this is cool, man. Uh, Once again, by the way, uh, I literally, I just flew in. I literally just flew in, just got off of SFO. I can literally drive from LA to San Francisco faster than flying to SFO. (laughs) Seriously, five and a half hours on the freeway, eight hours in the airport. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Serious, like, how is this technology working? Like, this is, this is, this is anti-technology. Like, this is backwards, it's backwards shit. You coming in or you staying out? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> just creeping. Just the- oh, okay. Yeah. yeah that's all that is. Yeah, I used to live here in the in the bay. I'm I'm in LA now, man, and I'm out there trying to <sighs> trying to date, trying to meet people, man, you know. I'm just like, oh, this is Uh I don't I don't send dick pics. I I really don't. I don't I don't, because not everybody's phone got unlimited data. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, damn, you fucked up my program, man. (laughs) It's an extra $30. No, I'm No, it's, it's, I I haven't been out there in a minute, so I thought I'd try it out. You, You know what, it's weird, like, not just black women, but all kinds of women like do fake hair, like f- hair extensions. They do like, like, like it's not a black thing anymore. It's like, like blonde women, everybody's doing the hair extensions. You know, everybody come out the car looking like Pocahontas and I'm like, how, do, how is it you can have fake hair, but I can't show up on a date with a fake mustache? <laughs> like why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like why can't I wear a fake mustache? Look, look, you're not Beyoncé. I'm not Idris Elba, okay? We're all pretending fucking just... Why not? (laughs) There's no reason. But, you know, that did kill a date, so... (laughs) That didn't work. Have a seat, sir. Have a seat. Where you coming from, sir? Good. That's a good place. (laughs) Man, this is cool. Nah, man, uh, LA LA is a a weird, weird spot, man. Uh, LA has black people which is something the Bay Area doesn't have anymore. Yo, look, there's no black people here, man. There's like like I mean, there's like 5. You know what I mean? Like but LA has like Compton has like Inglewood like black like black people. There's hella it's like real like you could be a black person in LA and stay in black world, you know, and like never never talk to a white person ever. You could You know what I mean? You could walk around and be like, Wakanda forever?" You
3: know? <laughs>
2: This shit is great, man. And I was like, uh, I started dating these uh, some, some black women because uh, the Bay Area had me on this. You know, there's too many white women out here. Like, I, I hadn't seen a black pussy since boys. The man had four members. <laughs> 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 so, so I have a rule now: you can't date more than three white women in a row. Because if you do that. You're institutionalized. You're institutionalized. It's like it's like that dude that goes to prison. And he comes out. He doesn't know what to do. So he just robs a liquor store. <laughs> Put me back in. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, you institutionalized, man. Ah, uh, this this one girl. She hit me on uh, uh, on my dating app. She, her name is Tsunami, spelled S-U-N-A-M-I. Tsunami, tsunami. I'm like, this chick sounds like a mess. <laughs> like she's gonna show. Me, Hello, I'm a tsunami. <laughs> I'll have the <a> cabernet. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and I am saying, like she sounds like a mess. But you know, hey, I'll, I'll see. I'll see. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I'm a natural disaster that can't spell. <laughs> I'm here to Rocky world. Nah, I don't, I don't. I, I'll deal with her. I'll deal with her, man. But I mean, you know, it's, it's it's been a while, man. I mean, black women were not feeling me in the early 2000s, man. I missed that whole juvenile back that ass up era of black women. Like that was, <laughs> I missed that. Now, now it's okay, you know. But but back then, I mean, it's cool now. But back then, black women—they were kind of like they were like the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like they, like they didn't draft me, but they were mad I was playing in Europe. You know? (laughs) And Israel. (laughs) But that was Summer League. That don't count. That don't count. My boy hit me up on Twitter. Hey, yo, dog, you got to check this shit out, man. He sent me this picture. And it's like, oh, shit, this is just a girl in some yoga pants bent over. Why are you sending me this? He's like, no, that's not a girl. That's a sex robot, dog. That's a sex robot. That's not a person. That's a sex robot I'm like, what? Why are you? It's like, nah, this is real, dude. You could buy a sex robot. I'm like, I don't know if I want a sex robot, man. Because, look, I have an ex that was a stalker, okay? I don't want a robot stalker ex, okay? (laughs) Has nobody seen Terminator? (laughs) They follow you to the ends of the fucking earth, man. (laughs) I'll be back (laughs) to ask you why you did not call me. (laughs) I'm not fucking with that, man. He's like, oh no, no, you understand? Me. It's a sex robot. I'm like, look, man, any robot is a sex robot. You try hard enough. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know what your Roomba looks like, but <laughs> drink a little Hennessy, be like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm gonna just put some crumbs. <laughs> you know. What I'm saying? Like, why are you paying extra? Just, just get a regular robot and fuck it. That's,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> Kevin Moreau does not endorse fucking robots. <laughs> My publicist made me say that. You know, and it's, it's, he's like, dog, for real, though, it's dope, though, it's $2,000, 2500 for the black one. I'm like, look, look, I don't, I don't have $2,000. <laughs> I can't afford a sex robot. How about, I'll be like, hey, yo, uh, y'all got a, a, a sex washcloth? <laughs> a sex gym sock. That's that's my budget right there. Oh. <laughs> sex gym sock. You got to have to do the back are like, "Oh, what's this website?" <laughs> <laughs> what's a website for a sex for what? Now, man, I, I miss I miss the Bay, man. I went to uh when I when I came uh from the Caribbean, i from the Caribbean, Trinidad and Tobago. Uh you don't know where it is. It's okay, you don't know. No, you don't. Like, you know what Americans are. I know where I know what Trinidad is. Go to Africa make a left. By the way, there were no there were no Trinidadians in the Winter Olympics. None. No. We live on the equator, okay? Like why would be... But I'll tell you what, though, with this global warming shit, in 2082, motherfucker, 2082, Trinidad is going to kill the Winter Olympics, son. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, we're going to run on gravel like a motherfucker. (laughs) All the Swedes are like, why is it so hot? Why? (laughs) That's a German accent, pretend to be a Swedish accent. I don't give a fuck. There's no Norwegians here, so... Are there? Are there (laughs) any? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, nanny, she don't count. No, no. But I hate that, man. Like, that's the only time, like, when I was in Oakland, like, people were like, where you from, Trinidad? Is that in Africa? I'm like, no, it's it's a Caribbean country. So it's a Caribbean country in Africa? Like, okay, fine, fuck it, it's in Africa, I give up. What do you want? I, you know, like, do the Olympics, that's the only time y'all care about us, man. Like, y'all watch, you know, somewhere between Taiwan and Tunisia is my little country. There's three people, right? One guy's there, he's like holding the flag. <laughs> the other guy's my uncle, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, you 55 years old, why are you still in the Olympics? <laughs> you know what I mean? And like Americans, man, y'all, y'all are bullies, man. Y'all, y'all fuck with third world, co- y'all play third world countries. Why are you playing, like, I saw the USA basketball team play Angola angola <laughs> you know what i mean it's like like oh okay we got uh we got lebron james yeah we got steph curry we got uh tyson chandler we got kevin durant <laughs> how do you think the angolan basketball team picked their team like they're just in there like okay <sighs> the first 15 men with shoes Come to the UN hospital. <laughs> we will drive from Angola. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like after the game, they're shaking hands and shit. Like, oh, good game, brother. Good game. Good game, brother. One hundred fifty-five to three. Good game, brother. Good game. Are you still eating that? No. That's fucked up, man. And I'm like, how you? Gonna- I feel like this, like, if you're in the third world, you should, get, you should get a gold medal, fine. If you're from the third world, if you win, you should get a US passport. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's useful to a third world person, man. How you gonna give an African a gold medal? Gold comes from Africa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like white people stole gold from Africa. How you gonna give an African some shit you stole from him <laughs> as a prize? Like, <laughs> here you go, Mutombo, gold medal. Well, thank you for returning it. <laughs> Where is the rest? Wakanda. Of <laughs> <laughs> i have be saying that shit forever, man. i have be I'll be going up to Comedy Central like the producers' room like, "Hey, what's up, man?" <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, you you They're taking it seriously." <laughs> That should be killing me. All right, I got to get out of here, man. Um, uh, What what, what should I leave you on? Um, Here's a black fact. Did you know that a young black male is 10 times more likely to be in a statistic It's true, they keep measuring. Nobody knows what white people do, right? Nobody checks. <laughs> but every year it's like, CNN presents a special report, the state of black America. Are their dicks getting bigger? <laughs> Don Lemon investigates. <laughs> All right, I got to go, guys. I'm Kevin Monroe. Thank you, Kevin.
4: You gotta have Cooper. Who's the gay guy? The Cooper guy. He's gotta investigate. Who's the Cooper guy? Cooper Anderson, right? He's gotta investigate. He's, he wants to get deep. Uh, that, you guys, that was a locals only show. That was so exciting. You're all here. Yay! Uh, so, what's gonna happen is we, everyone, will clap one more time for the amazing comedians that you just saw Marty, uh, Allison Hooker, Clay Newman, and Kevin Monroe. These guys just walked in. You guys are welcome to stay for the next show. It's going to start super soon. It's um, And Kevin Monroe, I'm going to ask you if you can be on it because we have an open space, and you are a POC. Yeah. Oh, it's a... No, no, not under arrest. We just want you to keep telling jokes. Uh, but our next show coming up in, like, now it's, like, five minutes. We'll let everybody outside, and you come all back in, and it's going to be amazing. Uh, and thank you so much for being here at the first show, Locals Only. And clap wildly. Yay! 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 Uh, but stick around for the next show, uh, which is going to come uh, come up in a few minutes, and it's uh, the politics are funny slash I'm not white. <laughs> so stick around! Yay, Muni Radio! Yay! show we're at the park side I just put my brain bison here at the park side so- war bites. <laughs>
0: We got two more for you, but uh Woo! some real shit. Uh our good friend Jamie Shaw man, some of you know her, she used to work here. We love her to death. It's got diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh no. So we're selling peak warbison shirts outside, we're accepting donations. Uh thirty dollars a shirt, man. Anything that helps man. It's fucking fight the fight. Fuck cancer. Yeah. Thank you.
4: Uh, that was War Bison. They just played a set here at the parkside. Here at the edge of I don't know, seventeenth and the twenty-two. Jonathan was dancing really hardcore. Jonathan is sweating but he didn't hurt himself.
3: Nope.
4: Do you want to say anything before we stop this thing? Did no, you I like him? Is an amazing War bison, it's great. Yeah, he,
3: a pit. Yeah. He, he was fight. the
4: only one in the pit. He was looking at people, he was asking him to come in the pit. He was the pit. To
3: join. He bison was a
4: one-man pit. Yay, Warbison, we're gonna go smoke a cigarette, we'll be back. This is not my show tonight with War Bison at the Parkside.
0: Flat black plastic, it's special
2: Tuesday afternoon version that's gonna be subbed in on Saturday, so who knows what's gonna happen. Where do you know?
7: From the weed. In a country garden, a lovely rose looked down upon a common weed and said, You are an unwelcome guest, economically useless and unsightly of appearance. The devil must love weeds. He made so many of them. The unwelcome guest looked up at the rose and said, Lilies that fester smell far worse than weeds, and one supposes that goes for roses. My name is Dorothy Perkins, the rose said haughtily. What are you, a beetleweed, a bladderweed, a beggarweed? The names of weeds are ugly. And Dorothy shuddered slightly, but lost none of her pretty petals.
8: broke loose. The movement broke loose. Since busting rhymes was his natural thing, then he was crowned the West Coast MC King. King. But after his inauguration, there was a rush, rush of whack rappers with one intention to crush, crush this master rapper and take his throne. A simple job. Crew, he stood all alone, 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 Assassins came in groups of one through five. With rats, no mortal MC could survive, could survive. But he showed no mercy. He rapped bloodthirsty, battling from Friday on through to Thursday, Thursday. Thursday. Never losing a bout, never ending in doubt. Every confrontation came home on his never-ending journey to the T.O.P. The L.A. Player MC Ice
5: M Y
9: In 1973, scale drawings were executed by Mr. Fred Dungey of the British Museum staff, under the auspices of Dr. Richard Barnett. The lyre was built in Berkeley by Robert R. Brown. The frame of the lyre, which measures three and a half feet by three feet, is of red birch, while the sounding box is of spruce. Crocker has strung the lyre with gut strings and has made oaken tuning pegs of the kind shown in ancient pictures. Each string is wrapped around the upper crossbar, and the peg, which is used as a lever to tighten or loosen the string, turns around the crossbar. The strings descend about three feet from the upper crossbar over a fixed bridge on one side of the sounding box to the base, underneath which they are attached. The common shape of the sounding boxes of Sumerian lyres is a stylized rendering of a bull's body with its head at the front. While some lyres have bearded bull's heads, the silver lyre's head is beardless. Sumerian lyres are not ideally suited for
7: a song. My love is growing stronger. As you become a habit to me, I've been loving you too long. I don't want to stop now oh. yeah. with you, man. Mm-hmm. Has been so wonderful. Oh. I can't stop now. As our affair goes old, I've been loving you Oh, too long, till I don't want to stop now I've been loving you.